1: Have yourself a film history, the history of film, from Brad Pitt to James Cagney and all of them, have yourself a very merry film history. Merry Merry Christmas, everyone. From film history, the history of film. Time for the greatest car franchise that money has ever given us. Drake, give me a car right here. I want it loud. I want engines. Start your fucking engines, everyone. Prime your NOS bottles. Uh, flash a, a shit-eating smirk to the guy next to you because his, his car is bright orange and yours is some sort of neon purple or some shit. It's the fast and fucking furious everyone. Woo! We are family of film history, the history of family. family. <laughs> for the
2: first for our first Christmas episode, we're bringing you a very fast and furious Christmas. Yes, because Christmas is all about family. The holidays are all about family. family. And what else is what what better way to celebrate family than the franchise that brought us closer, family, th- right. th- than anyone else ever could. There's a the family
1: you never had, there's a the family you never will have. To so drive past cars, uh, keep those cars going that whole way So right now. I want, just now, the cars to quit. This is, I man, I'm so excited. I live my, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Nothing else matters. Not the mortgage. Not the <laughs> store. Not my team and all their bullshit. For those two servants, Celeste, I'm free. I'm family. family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. A very merry December to you all out there. Christmas is right around the corner now, even though it's 85 degrees in Los Angeles. Probably because we're talking about Fast and Furious. It's probably just hot out here. Yeah, it's, all that, it's <laughs> all that exhaust. <laughs> all that exhaust. The ozone layer. <laughs> Fast and the Furious is, like, one of the main reasons for global warming. There's no doubt about it. Do
0: you think that they'll get shit for being combustion engines still, and they could be in Teslas? Like, are they going to have the next Fast (laughs) and the Furious with them in a Prius versus a Tesla?
1: (laughs) That'll be, like, Fast 15. (laughs) Oh, that's... All electric. That's
0: definitely... Go ahead. That's it's definitely, definitely
2: going to be a plot line at one point. There's going to be one driver who's like the, the electric driver. Like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, my car's fast
0: and you can't hear
1: me coming. Yes, dude. Yeah. That'll I mean, be their next product placement.
0: Fast and the furious 57 is just going to be two autopilot drivers and just two robots in the front seat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted a motorcyclist on the team. Yeah. I want someone who's like, he just drives motorcycles Biker. and he's doing some cool bike shit. I I'm love like, that yeah.
1: dude. Well, it's all, up to what uh china allows them to do now so uh let's be honest there's a reason john cena's in these movies i'm just gonna say it right now is 10 cent a major Uh,
2: investor in these movies now who? Tencent? Tencent? Tencent's a massive uh, uh Chinese like uh entertainment conglomerate. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: They yeah. They, this it's pretty well known now that China is like the main funding of these movies by now. What we need but, hey. is
0: we need shout out to Japan. We need some Tokyo drift back in here. Let's let's get some Tokyo to companies. Hey, we do need a,
1: I like we need Lucas Black to come back for a Tokyo Drift. Well, Wait,
2: uh, Lucas Black was he the main character? Of
1: yeah, one? yeah, he was like Alabama boy. Have you seen Fast Nine? Did he come back? I haven't seen it yet. No, he didn't. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Gotcha. <laughs> no, gotcha. We'll cut trailer. that part. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! Now I am gonna see it. Yeah, but we're gonna get into it. So, it, seeing as how this franchise has more movies than the Bible has books in mm-hmm. it by now, and is keeping on going. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about just the first movie. The Fast and the Furious is the name of the first movie. And then we are going to sporadically here and there bring you part two. That'll be like two through four. And then part three will be whatever. We're just gonna yeah. we're gonna keep it up, man. This will be like a thing we revisit. You know,
2: see, we'll see how you'll see how it goes. We'll see when when we need Fast and Furious, it will be there for. It'll us. It'll be there for us. It'll mm-hmm. be you'll feel it. You'll yeah.
1: feel it coming on. You'll feel the need for speed. <laughs> <laughs> you'll feel the need. I think that's the a need. different movie. <laughs> that's a different movie. This <laughs> video game franchise. <laughs> it's a video game, but still, it's uh, look. Yeah. it all came from this. Yeah. I mean, look, this was. Uh, this wasn't the beginning by any means of, like, race car movies and car culture. But this, in my opinion, is the beginning of, like, our race car movies and our mm-hmm. car culture, our generation, you know? Mm-hmm. This was absolutely—this probably was a big reason that Need for Speed got so popular. This Dude, was a big reason—
0: Street racing was huge in both Cali and Florida and, I think, like, New York or, like, the three yeah. big hot spots. But and this I fueled fueled like, that fire. My my cousin buying in high school, I remember him buying uh a Nissan like Z seventy one or something. And then like he, he became like a yeah. motohead racer and tricked it all out and would go to yeah. the bridges every night where they would have racing and like try to right. like race for slips. And I was like, You yeah. guys are really like doing the movie. Like which came oh, first? Yeah. Was this the <laughs> yeah. chicken or the egg? Are you guys like? Well, that's interesting
1: because we'll get into that. Actually, it's very interesting. I um, mean, these movies do have that effect on you, though,
2: because like, so I had never seen any of these movies until this summer. I wanted yeah. to catch up for Fast Nine to see it in theaters, so I like binged all of them. Yeah. And by the time I walked out of the movie theater to Fast Nine, I was like, "Do I want to be a street racer?" Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. Like, you you know, Absolutely like, do. There's <laughs> a reason I have yeah. a Mustang. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And yeah it's I like shouldn't. I'll be I'll be driving <laughs> in my fucking. Uh, the automatic Nissan Versa With my hand on the shifter As <laughs> yes. if I'm gonna shift Dude. As if it wasn't an automatic car Just being like Making engine noises with my mouth for too <laughs> d- fast. Which two- that's
0: <laughs> interesting because, like, I don't watch all the Rambos and then want to go become a vigilante Right, right. Well, and,
1: like, Well, I sort of do. The, the, I want to wow, do that too. Let's do Rock Up. I don't, I don't want to get my head
0: bashed in in a boxing
1: game. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I did that too. Uh, Damn
2: uh, it, Deb. I, very, I do everything the movies me. tell me too. I'm very susceptible to media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever looks cool, oh, I want to do.
1: 2003, when Too Fast, Too Furious came out, I went with my friends. I just gotten my driver's license and I had just bought a 1972 Chevy pickup truck with a V8 mm-hmm. and like loud pipes and all that shit. We go to see this movie and come out of the theater and I I like went through my tires that mm-hmm. night. Like, you know, <laughs> all the kids were coming out of the theater. This must have been a nightmare for parents when this movie's came out. <laughs> oh, like yeah. parents of teenagers with cars when I this movie wonder, came out. I wonder if uh, driving related Crimes escalated oh, out, when we came out Absolutely 110% We knew about it just in our town We were all yeah. talking about how everybody After that movie came out is like street rated <laughs> People that who have never raised before There's a difference here for yeah, sure.
0: Even on just following the news And like the news is reporting on stuff Like you know
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, dare I say, was
0: it fast and furious? (laughs) (laughs) It was very
1: furious. It was fast, and your parents were furious. (laughs) Just, uh, (laughs) just on the subject of like
2: easily influenced by media, I have on my desk right now like all five of the original Spider-Man films uh-huh. that I'm going to rewatch before, um, Spider-Man, uh, no way home. Uh-huh. And I promise you, after I get done watching these five movies, parkour, I'm yes, I'm going to be obsessed <laughs> of getting a backflip down because yeah. I just like, I want to feel like Spider-Man
1: yeah, now. Man. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it, I watched it, it. was fast and furious. That made me want to drive fast. And it was like never back down back in the day, which nobody knows of the movie I'm talking about. But I've heard of never back down. I it's don't know. Probably because I've told you about it. It's uh, <laughs> MMA movie that came out with Amber yeah, Heard. That's right. Back in like 2005 that's right. or whatever, and I started doing mixed martial arts like the next day. Yeah. You know, it was the coolest shit in the world. That's right. But uh, I watched Drake, it again recently. And it I don't
0: think awful. you should ever watch like Apocalypse Now on <laughs> or Full <laughs> uh, oh. metal jacket or anything like
2: that. <laughs> anything? Like no. That. See, now there's there's I, I've 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 enjoyed lots of war media, and I that's the one thing. It's like no matter what war movie I watch, no part of me wants to enlist in the military whatsoever yeah i think it's because like that one i just i know that there's so many not fun parts to right, that right that it's like i like you know there's something not fun about driving a car like yeah. you yeah, know
1: yeah, that's very James, true so yeah. i
0: watched uh avengers epi- uh, end game episode one part one and i just you know wanted to destroy the universe it was <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> again you know yeah <laughs> Probably, but uh, yeah, so part one today, we're going to be talking about the first installment, the OG, the one that started it all, 2001's. Uh, The Fast and The Furious. I
2: love that this franchise is like the 2000s. Yeah. Like, this is emblematic of the 2000s. I think... It's kicked it off. I think whenever you're living through an era, it's hard to pinpoint what that culture is going to be, like, right. looking back. And I definitely remember that, like, growing up in the aughts, like, the aughts, people man. being like, the, the 80s had such a strong culture, the 90s had such a strong culture, like, are, are the 2000s going to, like, have that same impact? And I think it's... Maybe not quite as pronounced. Retroactively,
1: it is now. Yeah, but if you
2: watch these movies and they are the most 2000 thing
1: you've ever seen, and it just brings me back to an earlier time. Yes, dude. I mean, the color schemes, the clothing... You know, a lot of people say, like, the future. The 2000s yeah. didn't really start till the like, 2005. Like, we were kind of yeah. still in, like, the late 90s. What
2: What was hot was also different. Like, the yeah. girls that they were, like, the hot model girls yeah. are definitely different than the girls you would think are, like, the hot model girls now. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, super skinny. Like, you know, no one – there's not really any ass or boobs to speak of. It's, like, just mostly, like, <laughs> runway girls, like, was, like, the the – the in the in body type,
1: right? I have it Bro,
2: here.
0: this is this is definitely 2000s because Ja Rule has five songs on this soundtrack. Yeah, That's dude, it's Ja Rule. Right. Look,
1: the year 2000 when this was being made, the top songs of that year. Were "Bye Bye Bye" by NSYNC. Yes. Yeah. "Slim" Sh- the real Slim Shady by Eminem, oh and "Lucky" goodness. by Britney Spears. Oh my god! That is the year we are talking about. Amazing! It, it was all that and Fast and Furious coming Amazing. out. Like this is we're talking low cut jeans. We're talking yeah. you know uh, the boot cut is like yeah. rocking mm-hmm. and just sort of really bland weird clothes. And yeah, I'll very colorful. Frosted cars. tips. Frosted hey. tips. Hey, don't dude, hit yes, on the dude. frosted
0: tips. I had frosted tips.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, look, frosted tips in my hometown was like the coolest shit ever. We were yeah. all too pussy to do it, but yeah. like the one kid in school that did. Oh man, he just like fucked all the teachers. You <laughs> know, like he he'd smoke crack in class, and it was they were cool with it. You know, <laughs> that sounds like
0: public school in Mississippi, in Florida. We were just <laughs> smoking bath salts and pixie sticks instead of crack. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so like I said, this will be part one, the first one, don't worry, we'll be back with part two, part three, however many parts this takes throughout yeah. the lifetime of film history, we will cover this franchise, and there will be new ones, mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. this will just
2: keep going. And don't worry, like, if you're like, oh, I, I, I hope they don't, you know, I hope they don't gloss over too many of them in one episode, uh, that will be up to how much information there exactly. is on that episode, like, yeah. when James dives in, if there's another full episode about the second one, absolutely. Then, like, that'll be a full. That's episode. what happened here. Yeah, I, I started
1: researching the first one, and I was like, actually, this is an this. The whole episode should be on the first one because this is. And also, don't worry because at no point do these movies get absolutely batshit insane. You know, yeah, they've oh, always yeah. just kept a real <laughs> thin, narrow thread here of a story. And, uh, no, I'm just kidding. They go absolutely fucking
2: nuts. Now, what's interesting, though, is... And we don't want to talk too much about the entire franchise. We want to keep this focused on the first one. But I will say that, like, obviously, having never seen them... I was like, how did we go from street racing to where we're at in nine? Yeah. But I think if you watch all of them, there's actually a pretty steady progression. Yeah, for sure. It's not as jarring of a jump if you watch all of them through because, like, there's nine of these fucking things, and they have to get a little bit more ridiculous each time. And it
0: kind of actually, like, it it
2: feels natural to me. It's so funny, man. It looks
0: like they took the Die Hard formula where you just escalate right. for every escalate, one. Escalate, you know, the escalate. first like one was a building, too, yeah. the yeah. second one was an airport, the third one was yeah. a city, fourth one was a country. They were in, like, right. outer space for one of these, weren't they?
1: Well, yeah. and so Fast and Furious, they say, the first four are like uh the tetralogy this is what they call it that's like the uh the first four are like the o g mm-hmm. you know fast and furious, even to the point where uh you know there's one that's just called the two thousand nine one is just fast and furious and that sort yeah. of ends off the two thousand one through two thousand nine era, mm-hmm. and then there's like the next era from the fifth on where it's yeah. like you know and it, it like you said it does I, it does progress but it definitely progresses it progresses a lot and uh it definitely steps it up a notch i remember making the joke two movies ago that at some point they've got to go to space. I said it. I was like, at some point they got to go to space. That's like they have to do it. And then you know, it's not even a spoiler. It was in the trailer. They're in fucking little custom spacesuits going to space. You know, so they actually did it. So yeah. we, we're talking. And I'm, I'm. They keep talking about a crossover between Fast and Furious and like Jurassic World. Yes. But,
2: is weird to me. It's I, weird
1: to me. Why don't they do Transformers? That's, that's the Transformers one that makes the most Transformers, obviously. Yeah, that's what yeah. that makes
2: the most
0: sense. That or Back to the Future.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the Future would be good, too. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're it all of
3: them. I think, Fuck it, man. I think
0: they should do a combination for Italian Job Part 2. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Interesting. Interesting. That would be good. I like Italian Job. We can yeah. get
0: old Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch back up in there.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, what Matt you Doom. gotta do is you gotta,
2: you gotta have a Fast and the Furious movie where the Transformers need them to go back to the Jurassic period <laughs> to, and it's a Beast world. Dinobots. Thing. Yeah, Dinobots. Dinobots. Yeah, like there's a way to make all of these all work of together. These. You and can make all uh, these
1: work. Also, <laughs> I'm throwing this out there. This is completely off topic, completely. I just want to put this out into the universe. I played, and it's speaking around this time, stuff that came out. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy Definitive Edition is really good. I'm just putting it out there. I just I've been playing it and it's really good. Okay. And everybody's been saying it's bad, and I want to be one that says it's good. Okay. So here I am saying it. All right. And it's good.
2: You don't have issues <laughs> with the, the bugs or the crashes or the uh, I haven't
1: experienced or it. the
2: the weird rain effect. I haven't experienced What was what's the weird rain effect? I mean it looks like the rain is does it it moves with the camera like the rain right. effect is locked to the character, so you don't move through the rain, the rain moves with you. <laughs> right. And it also it, it rains in front of other textures. It's a really weird effect. Interesting. I haven't
1: noticed it. Oh, okay. okay I'll look I'll look out for it. Um but anyway, I just wanted yeah. to throw that out there. Okay. I have issues with it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in game history. Little How game about history, that? history of games. Little history of games. That's coming up on Patreon, everyone. Yeah. We should have one by January mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah uh, yeah next year is all about Next year we're gonna have a Patreon running mm-hmm. and uh we'll be doing a lot of new shows on there like we've yeah. been talking about. And I'm I'm willing to make this promise. I want
2: the first episode of Game History History Games to be available to everyone just so yeah. you get an idea of right. what you're we're like uh, crack dealers. We're yeah. gonna be the first
1: one for free. Yeah, and yeah. that
2: one I want to come out on Christmas. So it'll yeah, be yeah, a, yeah. it won't it won't if you're not interested in game history, don't worry, it's not gonna take up a slot of one of our normal film history episodes. Right. It'll be a bonus episode that will be our Christmas gift to you.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: so yeah. So I'll I'll commit to to that right now will be up on it'll we'll be up by Christmas.
1: Alright, I'll dive into this one. I'll dive into the fast and the furious baby. You Give me that drive car sound again. <laughs> <laughs> let's drive into it. Let's let's pull up to the starting line man and rev these engines and prep our NOS bottles. Um I'm gonna tell you a little bit about the plot like I normally do. Uh just in case uh, either you've never seen them, which I'm finding out more and more, more and more people have not uh, or it's been since two thousand one since you've seen it. Yeah, you it's been Twenty <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, I I just feel like most people out there haven't seen the Fast and the Furious in a while. So yeah. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Wait, actually, let me ask this first, Deb. When's the last time you saw it?
0: Yo, yeah, we would rewatch that throughout like the history of the new ones coming out
3: because oh, okay. the the
0: street racer community in Florida only. Acknowledges one through four. So uh, anytime
2: okay. interesting.
0: Anytime there was any news or anything, like it would always and you know, it would just run out of all like even the main three, I think number one would run the most on like cable. So it was just like I always see. on TV to rewatch. And you know, I would argue that one man, one or I if I had to put them in order, I was trying to put them in order. I think number two. Two, like one and two are very close to me, but two maybe yeah. first, then one. Two then is
1: four. Drake's favorite. Two's my favorite. And Miami vibes, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Two right. might
2: Tyrese... be my favorite in the entire franchise. Luda. Yeah, Tyrese, F- Luda. Five. five comes close, I think. Yeah. So... Five is up there. It's also very different vibes. So. Yeah.
1: And I, I mean, Tokyo Drift was good, but then, you know, the family, co- family <laughs> all comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, like, the fourth one. I'm not. No, no, uh,. I don't know. Fourth we'll was g- Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. No, three was Tokyo. The Fifth. third one? Yeah. Really? Shit. I like that's Tokyo we're doing Drift, this. too. Yeah, I love Tokyo Drift. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, I love when the I, family, family comes back, man. Family. For uh, But yeah, the second one was good. Dude, Hobbs and Shaw is not a Fast and Furious <laughs> movie. Hobbs and Shaw is not even... They should have never put Fast and Furious Presents, which sounds ridiculous anyway. <laughs> I bought this fucking movie for $8 on some whatever Amazon wanted to watch it and 20 minutes in I started to realize they're never going to race a car. <laughs> I was like, do they ever race cars in this Fast and Furious movie? And uh Shelby told me no they do not. Oh my God. And I was like, I'm not watching the rest of it then. I that it's why I'm watching like, this. It's about super soldiers. Right? It's about super soldiers. Like cool. Idris Elba is like a Bio mutant or some <laughs> shit. It's like wh- what? Like, and that's the thing, man. *Frozen Star* is the only one I
2: haven't seen yet.
0: <laughs> so I think, I think on this podcast, are we all with family?
1: We family. With family? <laughs> We're definitely Fair side with family on this one. Yeah, Ooh. I agreed with Vin Diesel. I don't need the Rock. I don't need the rock in it. I don't need John Cena in it. I don't. I, I especially when you watch the first one, the one we're talking about today. It's well, but did you see the like the very Cena. impassioned open letter that? I did, uh, I did and I, I, Vin, man. What you doing? Don't do it. <laughs> Just stick to your, stick I, to your huge gun. I, I guns, missed him bro. at nine. <laughs> did I didn't know this. He and The Rock what didn't did get do? along. Yeah. And it beca- they got into a fight because The Rock basically was like taking over the whole franchise. Yeah, and, and this was like, I'm the muscly bald guy yes, on this set. And I agree with him.
2: <laughs> I have yeah. to agree with him. It was like yeah, The Rock's always kind of and, felt a little out of place. Yeah. He never really
1: felt like family. But, uh, <laughs> I did like seeing them fight, though. The big guy fight yeah. was great. Yeah, Thirmly but honestly,
2: fight. oh, yeah, when they're, like, on top of that parking garage that's yes. crumbling. Yes, yeah, that, was that was the shit.
1: Sick. But after that...
2: I, I did kind of miss him in 9, to be honest.
1: Yeah. I, he's not in 9, and I kind of missed it. And Hobbs and Shaw is just garbage. Oh, it really? is a I, garbage I, I gotta movie. i got to see this movie. It is, like, it is not only nowhere does it belong in this franchise. It is also like hard to watch it is so bad it is written <laughs> the it,
0: jokes weren't even that great n- not at Everything all it was very like it, the, I, it, I watched a little bit of it too but i didn't watch the full thing and i just you know i felt the same way but i probably watched only a couple scenes instead of you know it's anything like, significant
1: it's like you like jason statham is funny when he's alone or when he's with funny people and the rock is funny when he's with funny people but then they put those two together—two serious characters, two together. serious like big beat em up guys trying to do one-liners <laughs> at each other—and it's like this is my ears. The Rock is are too
0: big to be funny. <laughs> he is. You know, he's too he's, he, is. Like, he is. He wasn't that even that big when he did like get shorty and be cool exactly. and stuff, and he was hilarious. But yeah. now, you know, now he's trying to be, gen- you know, president. You know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> He's like, if I can, I'm going to be terrifying looking, but I'm going to be a sweetheart.
1: You know, like, <laughs> like, okay. Exactly. I'm going to be a sweetheart. Exactly, dude. I hear
0: nothing but great things. He's super nice. No, you know? for sure. It's for great. sure. For
1: sure. But yeah, okay. Well, now we'll get into it. We'll get a little bit about the plot here. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. So the IMDb description of this film goes as follows. Los Angeles street racer Dominic Toretto falls under the suspicion of the LAPD as a string of high-speed electronics truck robberies rocks the area. Brian O'Connor, an officer of the LAPD, joins the ranks of Toretto's highly skilled racing crew undercover to convict Toretto. However, O'Connor finds himself both enamored with his new world and in love with Toretto's sister Mia. As a rival racing crew gains strength O'Connor must decide where his loyalty really lies. By the way, it gave a lot of the movie away in the IMDb description. Mm. I mean, I get it. That's oh, an older yeah, that movie. Was a, that was a twist. Yeah, because I was watching it, and it's mm. like, you're not really supposed to know that, that until he's, yeah. a little bit in. Yeah, know? it's like halfway through yeah. before you find out that he's a cop.
2: Yeah, yeah. They yeah. arrest
1: him on the street. Yeah. And and you'll like, co-op not co do...
2: but you'll co-op the departed.
1: <laughs> um, but, uh... <laughs> you're a cool. You're going to tell me if you're cool. <laughs> I mean, going to tell way, me if notice? you're not family. I mean, by the way, did anyone notice?
0: I didn't notice it until you read that description, and it occurred to me, but we got an Irish cop going against an Italian gangster.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Brian (laughs) O'Connor going against Dom Toretto. Right? I, yeah. or he He's never screaming. says oh, family
2: until like episode the fourth one. I know, oh,
1: but I still heard it yeah. through the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, he doesn't say it, but yeah. his voice says it. I
2: think it. the first time they say family. He doesn't say it in the first no, one. He doesn't. <laughs> the, first time he, the first time they say family is actually the after-credit scene
1: for Tokyo Drift. This is the one where he was most famous for saying, I live my life at little Tom. And this is also the one oh. where like it was so dark, dude. Like Dom's whole thing is he went to prison because he beat a man... Like, mm-hmm. into brain Halfway damage. Halfway to death for... Yeah. yeah. with a wrench. He was like, yeah. he, he can't, he's a janitor. But what did you do? Didn't him. that
0: dude kill his dad or something?
1: Oh, man, that's right. It was, um, Or he wrecked his dad. Yeah, they, they, were, in, to
2: they like, were in a race. tried to, like, justify it. Yeah. yeah, they were in a race. He tried to
1: justify it.
2: They actually revisited this in Nine. Nine's actually a callback to a lot of things in one. <laughs> that's right, okay. Um, but, uh, I gotta
1: see Nine. I haven't seen <laughs> Nine's it yet, good. I can't dude. believe Nine's, it. I might Nine's watch good. it tonight, to be honest. Nine's in the top five. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> number nine is in the top
1: five. We're here with film history, history of film, fast and the furious, number nine's in the top five. F H H F F and F. Number nine, top five. You get it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh so the taglines of these movies are pretty good too. The tagline for number one is uh if you have what it takes, you can have it all. <laughs> And then, uh, if loyalties must be broken, if the lines must be crossed, do it fast, do it furious.
0: <laughs> Wait, so does it say do it furious or do it furiously? Do it furious.
1: <laughs> Stop. Do it furious. Okay.
0: Prop, improper grammar. So it's not even speaking real language. It's not, it's not communicating English. Okay. These movies have been
2: like corny in a great way since so so like the first one. So yeah, like it's like...
1: Here's another one for you. When the sun goes down, another world comes to life. That sounds like a vampire movie.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, kind vampire of. Racing yeah, cars, vampire racing Yeah, vampire yeah. um, racing.
1: <laughs> furious. Do yeah. it furious. Uh, right. And, of course, live life a quarter mile at a time, which I will be getting tattooed after this episode. <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time. I'm definitely getting that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I am also, like, having seen, like, a lot of marketing and stuff, the newer ones, like, more freshly in my mind. I was kind of blown away just how different Paul Walker looked. I mean, it was 20 years ago, yeah, but, like, yeah, it was yeah. definitely, like, it was definitely a different look for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was
3: rocking
1: that 2001 look, man.
2: Dom looks exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vin Diesel, he never changed.
1: Yeah, Vin Diesel is, uh, he's but... aging well. So the movie starts off, like, super 2001, right? It's like, uh, the dawn of new metal here. Just some big flashy chrome letters. Whoosh, whoosh. The Fast oh, and the Furious, yes, you know. That's right. And it's like a uh, real sepia tone looking. It was, the film looked really good. The footage looked really good. It looked like it didn't, the, it holds up better yeah. than I thought it would, to be honest. Because
2: it uses like artistic grain. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's like intentionally like dirtying the image in a way that like makes sense. Which, again, yeah, like it feels gritty, feels street racing, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, for
1: sure. And then you got like a... Fred Durst guitar riff going, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> there's some somebody, somebody who's exactly like Fred Durst, was like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it starts off at the Long Beach Shipping Yards, and we're watching some like, big containers being loaded onto trucks and shit, and this guy whips out this giant cell phone, dude, like, the cell phone had a V8 in it, oh, like, that's you know, right. <laughs> it's like, we're in 2001 cell phone era, <laughs> you know. And uh, you can basically just see every number he's dialing from space, you know. (laughs) And he dials up somebody, and he's like, All right, I got a big money load ready. The container says Roger's on the side. Don't forget my cut, you know. Mm -hmm. So we're setting up some stuff here already. There's definitely some crime going. (laughs) And I think, like, the dialogue sounds like it was written by, like, an AI You know, sometimes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, so that's one thing, was the dialogue and even the acting in this first movie is not great. (laughs) Not great. The first movie?
0: Yeah, the first Just the first one? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. In 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 most of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the dialogue sounds like it was like an AI program to sound like Kevin Federline, basically. (laughs) Like, it was like, this guy literally said, like, don't forget my cut you know and it's like did you guys not agree to this beforehand (laughs) like is this like you know something that you need to be saying on the phone poor bad criminals they're not good at their job not good at their job (laughs) none of them are man even so that that brings me into the next part actually so now the truck's on an LA freeway it's nighttime now and this truck gets like surrounded by these little black Honda Civics with green neon underneath they're like little ninja Honda Civics surrounding them and shit And These are some high High professional people like these people are some truck heisters that have been doing this for a while clearly They're like firing grappling hooks into the cab and you know Dipping and dodging underneath the trailer with their little cars and shit. They know what they're doing You know they tranquilize the driver and drive off but my thing is (laughs) Deb like Deb said I just don't think it's a very good criminal the driver. Underglow in underglow. Glow, yeah. Green underglow and three matching Yo, black Honda Civics. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there are so many other easier ways to steal a big rig truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how about just walk up to it when the motherfucker's in the diner eating? How about, you know. A million other things. Just give the guy... How to bribe the guy? That's what the Italians did in New York. Like, you just cut him in. Like,
1: whatever. Wait for his yellow jacket pills to wear off, and he'll be <laughs> yeah. out for the next six hours.
0: Yeah, especially because, like, this was
2: the... This is the. I've ages this movie so much too. The thing that they're stealing are DVD
1: players. DVD players. Like oh millions of dollars worth in one truck. <laughs> that which was is, when DVD players were like a thousand bucks. Which you know? is
2: like, I mean, I guess if you have to escalate for 10 movies, start with the lowest stakes possible. Yeah. are stealing yeah.
1: DVD players. Yeah. Like... DVD players and Walkmans and shit. <laughs> yeah. you know? They're stealing like uh, radio And Wasn't chat. this
0: trucker armed? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he had this one. Had a baseball yeah. bat. This guy had a bat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like whipping the guy with a bat, but then they get him with a trank gun. Yeah, in the and future. He's out. And I
2: think at the end he has a shotgun. Yeah, there's a guy that, with a shot. He really
1: fucking cares about those oh. DVD players. We're gonna. That's what in. I was saying.
0: We're gonna get it. Protect those DVD players <laughs>
1: We're gonna get into that guy with a shotgun because this movie was supposed to be rated R. And the shotgun guy was supposed to blow Vince's arm completely off. There was a part where, like, you know, where he's all hung up with his arm. Yeah, they like cut his arm off and shit. And there was like a version of this movie where the guy's like arm is off. Yo, I know, man. They didn't test well. Yeah, yeah. It just the the sensors were like, ah, that's a rated R for you.
2: Oh, wait. So wait. The the studio wanted to target a PG thirteen yeah, rating. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to get us of kids course. with our driver's license. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They need the fourteen year
1: olds to <laughs> yeah, come see it. Yeah. That's exact. We want kids to be driving really fast around their streets after this, you know. But also, if you're the driver of this truck, you have to be kind of thinking that this is pretty rad too, right? It's like these mm-hmm. guys are pros. You yeah. Know? I would just give it to them. So, yeah. so you, this was also
0: this. a. S- Summer blockbuster.
1: Yeah. Yes, it, it was. was. Yeah. This was a uh, June. June starting off the summer. The kids are out of school. This mm. was a huge movie, and uh so yeah. Anyway, then it it cuts to daytime. We're now in a parking lot in L.A. And there's this little green eclipse in a parking lot overlooking the city, and the windows roll down, and <laughs> it's motherfucking Paul Walker, baby. As Brian O'Connor. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
2: Now, so again, just an interesting thing for me the first time I saw this because I had just only seen marketing and obviously like family, family. and all this stuff. I did not know that Paul Walker was the main character of this franchise. Really, I thought it was Dom. Oh. But Dom's not even in,
1: no. like, a couple of them. Yeah, and yeah. you know,
2: Like, the second one is all about Brian. Yeah. And so, like, I, I was, like, very shocked that, like... Oh, Paul Walker's one of the main characters. Right. Which now makes, like, you know, him dying like a way bigger deal. Exactly. I mean, it was always a big deal because it was a tragedy, but, yeah. like, I didn't realize that they lost the lead of their franchise, basically. Oh, the
1: Fast and Furious, uh, I think it was the seventh one, right? Where they, yeah. uh, when he died. Dude, I mm-hmm. wept, in yeah. the yeah. wept in the I, theater. Wept in the theater. I'm not it, even going to lie. It got me harder than I
2: thought it was going to, yeah. to be honest. Like, yeah. but. Yeah.
1: Well, the first one got me hard, but in a different way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everyone was so fucking hot in this movie. Like,. Paul Walker rolls down his window, and his, like, his eyes, like, scientists say they've never been able to categorize the color that his (laughs) eyes were, you know, it doesn't exist on this planet, type of, Do you think that was color corrected to make him super blue? Probably, maybe, but also, that was just the way he looked, man. Old Paul, old blue-eyed Paul, (laughs) you know. (laughs) But uh, this is our first hero that we're introduced Mm. to, basically. uh, The the very first hero of the franchise is Mr. Paul Walker, Brian O'Connor. And uh, he's out driving his Mitsubishi real fast through a parking lot, being all hot and stuff, you know. Always drives foreigns.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, man. And and Dom always drives American Muscle. Exactly. We're going
1: to talk a little bit about that.
2: (laughs)
3: Okay,
1: cool. So, yeah, then we're pretty much introduced to everybody else, like, all at once, the rest of the family. Brian pulls up to Toretto's shop in L.A. in that badass, like, red pickup truck, that, that Ford Lightning. There's this whole scene that happens here with him and Mia. We get introduced to Mia, played by jordan brewster or jordana brewster sorry brian likes the tuna sandwiches there and she's like the tuna sandwiches here are terrible and this is so this is Toretto's shop it's like a car shop where they also serve sandwiches and coffee and shit and basically yeah a little cafe out of it yeah i don't know that i've ever seen before but okay
0: criminals Bad criminals bad and a bad cop. Exactly. Like who? Yeah. Who the fuck uses tuna sandwiches as your cover to
1: go in? <laughs> Brian's a terrible cop. Yeah, he goes there every day yeah. and gets the tuna sandwich, and yeah. everybody's like, "What are you really doing here?" You know. <laughs> of and course. Everybody thinks it's just that he's trying to fuck Mia, which he yeah. also is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. As a cop, he is investigating these people, but he's also trying to fuck one of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which, like, you professionalism. know, professionalism. Professionalism. <laughs> I mean, that's what. 28-year-old blue-eyed cops in L.A. do, <laughs> I guess, you know? <laughs> With that. Yeah, there's never been a cop this hot. <laughs> <laughs> there's never been a cop. <laughs> and Brian, Brian <laughs> O'Connor is the hottest cop that's ever existed. Yeah, so they do this back and forth about a tuna sandwich, and then <laughs> we see Dom Toretto, and it's cool. We're introduced to him. He's kind of like in his office, like plugging away at some work or whatever, and it's like behind this... Cage, You know, he's like this animal in a cage type of shit. And he just gets up and gets a beer and he looks really angry all the time. Pretty much all the time. time. I think I think Vin Diesel was going for brooding, but it just came out as kind of like bubbling rage. You know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it was, dare I say, fury.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get it. Brian's
0: fast, fast and Dom's furious. furious. <laughs> oh, my yay. Hey, hey. Film history. The history of film. film. Solving
1: <laughs> detective matters. Christmas, everyone. That was the end of the episode. <laughs> Every Wednesday. We got to the bottom of it. <laughs> we got to the bottom of it. We explained it. Oh, my God. So Vin Diesel's looking real angry. There's not a whole lot in the movie where he's not angry. He's, <laughs> he's pretty much like, there's never like a happy Dom. There's just sometimes where he's just like a uh, thoughtful, mm. introspective Dom. Mm. But he's never yeah. a smiley guy. You yeah. Know? Uh, throughout the whole franchise, really. So, <laughs> I don't know. Vin Diesel in real life might have never smiled before. Yeah, I don't, you know, no, no. I don't know. I mean. Family. <laughs> family. But then there's a rumble, right? down the street you hear this just like fucking <laughs> this cacophony of like lawn equipment is what it sounds like just weed eaters basically <laughs> coming up the street because this was the late 90s and early 2000s like mid-range teenager cars that people were making into just like really loud tuner cars you know and this it so brought me back. The sound of these cars coming up the street brought me <laughs> back to a time where, like, it was it was just these Mitsubishis and Mazdas, you know, and people were slapping, like, cherry bomb pipes on them and shit. And it was just like, wing, wing, wing. You know, it's like it's, it sounds like a bunch of, like, lawn equipment came to life, you know.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just a V8 guy, man. I'm a dom, you know. I, li- I like the family V8s, you know. <laughs> But uh,
0: <laughs> I, I just want to go
1: fast. I just want to go fast. But this was. This was kind of the time where, like, tuners were in style. Like, mm-hmm. you could have a classic V8, but people would kind of rip on you a little mm-hmm. bit and be like, oh, I got the Nissan GT, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And if you had, like, an old V8, you weren't cool to them, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, seriously, I I always liked foreign cars more. It's like the, yeah. the Skylines and stuff that, like, that Paul drove throughout these movies. And yeah, so it's, yeah. It's like the cars I thought were cooler. It's so. like,
1: that was... These movies really did uh, set a, uh, like, a a line. Like, you were either a tuner guy or you were, like, a a muscle car guy. Mm -hmm. You were a foreign or an American guy. You know, it was like. Or or you were just a rich guy (laughs) and you bought a Ferrari. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Which, hey, he smoked one in the movie, don't forget, you know. But these cars also, we'll get into it. I mean, like, they say at one point Brian's car is $80,000 worth of shit. Which, you know. Do we have the inflation We do. We, okay, do. we do. I can't wait to get to that part. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, it,
2: you wouldn't think it'd be that big of a difference. This is 20 years 20 ago. 20 years like, ago. Yeah. People don't think about the 50% 2000s. 50% inflation. Yeah. Yeah. People crazy. think about the 2000s being 20
1: nobody, years
0: ago. Nobody should spend $80,000 on a Toyota. On a Toyota. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no way, dude. And, uh, yeah, so these little, like, you know, whiny engines come up the street, and they're all driven by, like, people covered in Von Dutch hats and shit. And uh, just, like, these cars are, like, blindingly bright colors, uh, which I get it. It was it was cool. It was very cool at the time. I dug it at the time, too. But, oh, my God, dude, they, they actually, in this scene... Uh, temporarily repainted the houses on that block to just, like, a neutral color so that the cars coming would up pop the street out would more. pop out more. Yeah. Cool. We're talking bright orange, bright, yeah. bright greens, bright pinks, mm. for the girls, of course. Yeah, no yeah. dude was driving a pink car in 2000 because they were still throwing around the F word for gay people. Um. <laughs> because, you know, going
0: really fast above the speed limit wasn't enough to draw attention. I yeah. wanted to be sure by putting bright colors and neon lights it. On it occasionally has like a
2: Hot Wheels like look to it. Like sometimes I'm like, this looks a little too. I, I used to call them toys. Yeah, look yeah, like toys. A little too Hot Wheelsy. <laughs> they
1: were flashing lights. <laughs> <laughs> flashing lights, loud sounds, loud colors. Yeah. It was like, please pay attention to me. Please <laughs> look at me. Yeah, yeah. Give me a ticket. That's why they all ride together, man. Mm -hmm. If you're just out alone in, like, a bright, green, loud car, it's just like everybody's just looking at me.
3: (laughs) You're fucked.
1: Everybody's just looking at me at this point, you know. But, uh, yeah, I'm more of a Dom guy, man. He had that uh, 1970 Dodge Charger with a 528 CI supercharged Hemi and a 727 automatic transmission, man. (laughs) You know, firmly. (laughs) You know, rad people start just filing out of these cars, man. You got Letty played by the absolute smoke show at the time who was Michelle Rodriguez. She's still hot but like Mm. Fast and Furious 1 man come on. She was like ripped dude. Again still is but was very ripped and she is wearing these combat boots with flames on them camo (laughs) pants and like a halter top you know very 2000s like crop top and then you got a rad toothpick guy with the haircut he had like he was like the, the handsome dude, you know, never takes a toothpick out of his mouth. I don't know if he's in any of them after this.
2: Uh, was he the one who had the, the major argument with, uh, the major beef with Brian? Mm,
1: yeah. Oh No, no, no. That was Big Tall Dumb Vince. <laughs> Big Tall Dumb Vince is one of them. He's, okay. he's the guy who really didn't like Brian. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's a toothpick guy. If you watch it again, I don't know if he's in the rest of them. He's just like this cool toothpick haircut guy. Okay. You know? I don't even remember his name. But uh, you got Big Tall Dumb Vents. And then you got Chad Lindbergh's character, man. He's like, Jesse, you know, like, the car geek. That guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. you need to tune your car bro." Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very, he was very era-specific as well, those types of characters. Yeah. He's yeah. like, this thing's got 40 nosses you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like uh,
2: the tech guy kind of. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's very geek. much. Um,
1: uh, that Another
0: Italian job formula. Well, oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Also the Matrix. Uh, yeah. remember there was that Oceans like really 11. scrawny dude in the Matrix who was like the one who like fixed the ship or whatever, right. like who knew how to I mean, work the programs. I think that's, yeah.
0: there has been a formula since like, you know, back way back in the day. Like, I mean, that was even the case in um Oceans Eleven, the original one.
1: Right. That's true, man. You got like the big, wise leader, uh, the big tall, dumb, muscle dude. Then you kind of got like the hot, skeezy guy, the tough girl, the mm. uh, techie nerd, the techie nerd, the tough girl who is the leader's wife type of deal. Or, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely like the heist formula for sure. The team, the crew, the family. But, dude, I feel bad for Chad Lindbergh, man. Like, spoiler alert for this movie. We're just going to talk about it here. But, um, his techie nerd Jesse character, he dies in this movie. He gets oh, killed. Yeah. And I just feel bad for that actor because the rest of them went on to make what is now like mm-hmm. this billion dollar franchise and yeah. he was in the first one. Yeah, know?
2: well, I mean he's not the only one from the first one that that didn't I I'm looking it up now. Yeah, Toothpick Guy never saw again. Right. Uh was there an Asian guy in the group?
1: uh no not in the group the, but okay. there was a the enemy yeah, oh, right. of the racers yeah he was one of the racers he was like right. they were that's like right. a yakuza right. gang
2: and then uh, uh big tall dumb dude he i mean he came back in five but he's, oh, did he, he, he was never relevant to oh, okay. the story like he came back in five and that was his return but like he was not in most of them so right. there was no guarantee because i'm just looking at a picture of the cast right now uh yeah, I mean there's there's no guarantee that even if he lived, they would have kept him on right. board. Vent, so.
1: big tall dumb Vince delivered one of my favorite lines in this movie and possibly any movie ever. Uh, when they all get out of their really bright cars, they look inside and they see Brian sitting at the at the tuna bar over there, and then, <laughs> big tall dumb Vince goes, "What is he sandwich crazy?" Love that line! Great writing, great writing. They think Brian's just trying to fuck Mia. There's no spoiler here since it's in the description of the movie. But what he was really doing is... Can
0: we? If a movie's 20 years old or more, can we just like forego spoilers?
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, we're just gonna spoil some of this. We usually do, but uh, (laughs) but yeah, Brian's here to infiltrate the family, you know, and uh, he's been sent there by Sergeant Tanner. Played by the amazing fucking Ted Levine, dude. Mm. Do you remember that shit? Yeah. Ted Levine plays the sergeant in this movie. He's like, Brian, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> you know, everybody remembers him doing that shit. <laughs> so that night, Brian winds up pulling up to the big street race to prove himself, you know. Mm-hmm. They basically told him, don't come back around here. They, like He got into a big fight with Vince. Um, they improvised the fight by the way. They actually wound up like kind of actually hitting each other for oh, that fight. Cool. Yeah, throwing each other around and stuff. But uh they're like, Don't come back around here. So he pulls up to the big street race that night to prove that he's like worthy of the family and shit. He wants to earn their respect. And he puts his pink slip for his car on the line just to prove to them, you know, I got what it takes, man. Mm-hmm. It's a ten second car. So This is the first race of the movie. He lines his car up with Dom and Ja Rule is there now uh, because it's the year 2001. And, uh...
0: Would I be without you?
1: (laughs) And all the Rad Racer guys. And, like, some girls walk up to Ja Rule's car and they're... In, like, Britney Spears shirts or whatever. Yeah, And they're just like, well, fuck you if you win, you know? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, girl, you know? And he's like, <laughs> oh, you know, jaw Rule. And uh, <laughs> they're like, you can impregnate us. And then um, there's a guy that I want to talk about. One of the actors, Noel Gugliami, Gugliami, I don't know how to say his last name. But he plays Hector in this movie. And this is one of, like, five movies that this guy has been in where he's named Hector.
0: <laughs> and he's like, he's always a Mexican. Yeah. Too, yes. And, he's and, always and, and a Mexican Hector. guy
1: named Hector. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you were like, yo, you did such a good job this one time. We just want you to do exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was in uh, training day this same year as Hector. And he's so he's in wow. the fast and the furious and training day. I think
0: I've seen
2: this guy's IMDb and it's all Hector. It's all Hector. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Gr- it's
1: really funny. No googly. emmy. he even mm-hmm. says, my name's Hector. I can't pronounce my last name. Because his last name is so hard to pronounce, usually people just like call him Noel or whatever. Uh-huh. So he just goes by Hector, man. You know, boom, they take off, they're racing. I'm not going to lie to you, This it, the sequence looked really good. Yeah, this was a great race. This was a great race. The sounds are great. Since we're a sound effect-heavy show here, we like our sound effects. This movie had 15,000 individual sounds the sound effects wow. cut into can you imagine editing that shit no. <laughs> 15,000 that's crazy yeah and so this race is loud it's it's. you know they they did all these like effects to make them look like they're going really fucking fast it's great it's sick as fuck they, they did this like uh, one of them pushes the NOS and you know, it like follows it all through the engine and you're inside of an engine it was cool shit it was cool shit this was no low budget movie that is for sure balls to the wall and, yeah, and this is the introduction of the use of NOS. This is a very famous thing that came from the Fast and Furious, was NOS in your car. And... It, it, this Wait, it didn't come from the energy drink? <laughs> <laughs> I think the energy drink came afterwards. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think NOS... I, e- I'm pretty sure. Yeah, NOS energy came... Oh, my God, man. I used to drink those. It was a... It, for those of you who don't remember what this is, it was a energy drink in a NOS bottle. Like, the <laughs> twist was a NOS valve, and you would drink, and it would say...
0: Oh, I still drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: They'll get you going, that's for sure. Wait,
2: wait, wait. Uh, were Street Racers not using NOS before this movie?
1: Here's the thing. This movie used NOS in a way that isn't really used all that much, and... It really doesn't do what they said it does. It, oh, you don't really? push a button and become a rocket ship. You know, <laughs> like it doesn't really. Flames don't shoot out of the back of your car and you take off. Yeah. Thirty miles per hour faster than you were a second ago. You know, it more just like leans your fuel
2: and it. Oh, uh, really? Nitrous
1: isn't a thing. Like I mean, that's, it, that was. It was the abbreviation for
2: nitrous, right? Mm, yeah. yeah,
1: NOS is nitrous, nitrous oxide, and this movie basically had, like, almost like a sci-fi version of it, where it was, like, super gas, you know, where it's, like, it, like I said, it sort of is, but it it's not really not, used to, like, the way that they say. blow your car ahead like a rocket ship, <laughs> you know, you can blow up your car with NOS, absolutely, like they say in the movie, but... Yeah, which is. <laughs>
2: Like knowing what would happen in the future, it's so haunting to hear everyone be like, "Brian, don't do this. You're going to blow You're up the blow car." You're going to
1: blow up the car. Yep. That's I know, man. I was thinking that throughout the movie too. It's like, oh, "Damn." And he was a car guy in real life, you know. it's really? one of the reasons he did this movie.
2: Oh, okay, so he that was they hired him in part because he actually already knew shit about yeah. cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We'll get into it, but okay, this was sweet. this
1: was almost um a lot of credit for the creation of this movie was Paul Walker's, like, brain. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually was a lot more behind the making of this than I ever knew about. Wow, okay. Yeah. Cool. But uh, old Paulie blue eyes, man. So he turns out to be pretty fast for an undercover cop, right? He gets (laughs) ahead of Dom for, like, a few seconds, but his car just starts to fucking come apart. Like, pieces are flying off. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) You know, that's what you get when you try to beat the family, man. You know? And, uh... (laughs) Also, (laughs) it's funny there there's a fact about this this was supposed to be a quarter mile race which would take approximately 10 seconds that's the whole 10 second yeah. car thing uh, the race of this movie was two minutes of screen time, and it shows the vehicles driving in excess of 150 miles an hour faster than a 1,200 horsepower Bugatti Veyron could do in a quarter of a mile. So, like again, the nitrous thing is yeah. like sci-fi at this point. It's yeah. like you're in a supercar. You're in a rocket ship at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. That's what these races are all about. It's yeah. just like mind-blowing speeds. You know, mm. These guys are going like 300 breaking the sound barrier of racing yeah. each other type of shit. You know? Yeah. So anyway, Brian like limps to the finish line and his car's all fucked up. Geek guys is like, Oh, you ruined your car, man. <laughs> and he's like looking at it and it's all smoking. And it's kind of it's it's like so Brian starts laughing, he's like smiling. And it's funny to think about because watching it now he's laughing and smiling and it's like come to think of it he didn't pay for that car anyway. Right? So yeah, the yeah, LAPD yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they spent some of their missile helicopter money <laughs> on like an, a really fast car for their cop.
2: And w- so you said it was he was he spent
1: $80,000 on that car. So yeah, it was $80,000.
0: Citizens of LA County spent $80,000. <laughs> exactly. We that paid car. For,
1: <laughs> We paid for Brian's Mitsubishi at the end of the day. And we
0: paid for his tuna sandwiches that month. <laughs> <laughs> we paid for him to fuck Mia and drive
1: a really fast car. His car was 80 grand, which if you put that through the old inflation calculator, that's a 125,000 dollars car. Holy shit! Yeah, so it's no joke. That was a an expensive ass car that he's just laughing about. It's all it's all ruined. It. <laughs> so Dom's like, "What are you smiling about?" And Brian's like, "Dude, almost had you." Remember that part? That's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, one of the yeah, famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. "Dude, almost had you, dude." Mm-hmm. Like Paul Walker is ultimate like surfer cop, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Surfer cop. <laughs> This is like Point Break at this point. <laughs> you know? I think.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, how much inspiration did you actually?
1: Actually, a lot. It turns out a lot of this was inspired by Point Break. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like
0: we're gonna do Point Break again in cars.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's exactly Dev. I'm not shitting you. That is what the director said about this movie. <laughs> I wanted to do Point Break, but in in, in race cars, <laughs> like an undercover cop doing some cool shit. You know. <laughs>
0: Well, you did it, Rob. You Good did job. it, Rob. You did it,
1: buddy. You know, the first wisdom by Daddy Dom in these movies, this is what he says. You almost had me. You never had me. You never had your car. And everybody's like, oh. They're all, they their reactions are crazy. They're like a cult at this point. You know, like Dom is like. It's
0: like the WWE. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's like the. Dom has a microphone. Uh, He's just uh, walking around the ring. Uh. Yeah.
1: He's like, granny shifting, not double clutching like you should. You're lucky that a hundred shot of NOS didn't blow the wheels on the intake. And everybody's like, yeah, intake. And he's like, you almost had me. And this extra, I love it. I wrote this down. He goes, yeah, you tell him, Dominic, get out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny.
1: And uh, so Dom goes, now me and the mad scientist got to rip apart the block and replace the piston rings you fried. And this is it. You ready? Remember this. All of you out there, remember this. Ask any racer, any real racer. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wise words by Daddy Dom. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I think this this established him as Mm. like, okay, this guy is the guy who... We will follow blindly through hell. You <laughs> know. <laughs> Ask any racer, any real racer.
0: I don't know. I know a real racer who would disagree. <laughs> Somebody who says, "If, if you're, not you're not first, first you're <laughs> last."
1: <laughs> a true race car driver. <laughs> oh, I mean, actually, Which, yeah, he's professional. If
0: you're gonna do a crossover, you why on earth would you not bring the great Will Ferrell into? Oh a cameo my! God, spot? At this point. I beg and plead mm. with the op- creators and operators of this franchise. At this
1: point, I would have... Yeah. We
0: don't need any more I would have taken Will Ferrell as Rock Ra- uh,
1: Shaw or Hog. <laughs> <and>, uh... <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't need any more Rock. I need more Cowbell. I need
1: I'm more talking. Cowbell, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. Will Ferrell on the next Fast and Furious. The sign of petition. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, Hector picks up on the police blotter. that cops are coming. And they're all scrambling, you know. And I'm kind of like... I'll, I'll kind of leave you here with mm-hmm. the movie that just sort of sets you up for what this is. Yeah, this is all about illegal racing and hot people fucking and huh. the cops who people don't know are cops and black Honda Civics stealing millions of dollars of DVD mm-hmm. players and yeah. like uh, Radio Shack shit. Yeah, you know? and
2: and yeah, just super dope car races. Yeah, that, that the heist sequences are also really really cool and action packed. Like. Just all around, like, a really fun action
3: movie.
2: Yeah. Like I said, brought down by the terrible script and terrible
1: acting. Yeah. At
0: this point, that's one of the things that makes it endearing.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, that's one of the reasons you love it. Well, I think,
0: like... It's kind of like
1: right, data. right. I mean, well, that's
2: one of the reasons. Like, even in the <laughs> second one, I the second one's by no means winning an Oscar for writing either, <laughs> but it, it definitely is it's a lot better. Yeah. yeah, it's and the acting
1: even is is again there. No one here is winning an Oscar, and but also just Miami vibes, yeah. Man. Although this one, I did like the L.A. that they. They shot in all around like uh, it was like downtown yeah. and it was real yeah. like sun bleached yeah. East LA. I you really know, like I really it, yeah. dug that. But the Miami yeah. Miami you just you can't beat it. A car it. movie in Miami, you can't beat it. Yeah. Or well, I mean you can, in my opinion, the, the Cuba sequence later on in one of them was mm. my favorite my favorite sequence in all of the movies Yeah, that was where cool. Don wins the race in reverse because his engine's on fire. Yeah. And, yeah, know, yeah. That shit was rad. Oh, man, but what, uh, was that eight? I think that was eight. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm excited to be going through this because I'm going to watch them all again yeah. and see which was which. Yeah, But uh, but yeah, we'll get into a little bit about how this all came to be, you know, how this, how this happened to the yeah. world. <laughs> how this happened to the world. <laughs> how this was brought to you by money, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> the year 2000, well, it's actually right around 98 to 2000 where this all started to bubble up. There's this beautiful young actor, really making his name for himself named Paul Walker and at this point he had he had been breaking through he had he had made it big he had been like on touched by an angel for a big spin on that series and he was in pleasantville the movie varsity blues and then he really got big with us. He's all that. He was in that as uh, well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's like popping up everywhere, and people are kind of like, who is this guy?
2: Well, okay, and I no disrespect to the dead, um, because he became a much better actor throughout the franchise, yeah. but he is not a
1: good actor in this first <laughs> movie.
2: How did he, is it just because he was hot? Like it's so how- hot. Yeah,
0: yeah, man. Um,
1: they, I, man. Look,
0: we just listed Backstreet Boys. Yeah, a, or In Sync was like the top one of the top people. Very out true. Right then. That's what the culture. Bye, of bye, is bye. At.
1: Exactly. Like when I got out here in 2010 in Los Angeles, I had a talent manager tell me, "You don't have to be good; just be hot." Wow. <laughs> that was. I mean, that's. That was, now it has changed a lot. Yeah. It has changed a lot. Now it requires actual talent. Yeah. Now you have to be Nah, now
0: you just have to be hot. Yeah, ex- yes. Now it's <laughs>
1: almost gone back to the old days where you have to look good and have talent and be <laughs> able to <laughs> sing and shit as well, yeah. you know. But in 2000, uh uh-uh, uh, you don't need none of that. <laughs> just come and take your shirt off. Really. You know? That's absolutely so funny. Yeah, but also he was he was he was catching roles, man, like in 2000, how he met Rob Cohen, the director of this, mm. uh, he was doing a movie called Skulls about Yale University's Skull and Crossbones Society. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Paul Walker and Rob Cohen became friends while they were on set. And Rob Cohen was also kind of like coming up, you know. He was also coming up with Paul Walker as a director in his own right. Universal approached Rob Cohen and just said, we're, we're missing, like, an action movie. We need an action movie. We need you to do an action movie. Just anything, basically. Mm-hmm. We need something for our slate. We need something for our slate that is action. And Rob Cohen had directed, like, Miami Vice in the 80s, which was also about cops and cars and hot people, you know. <laughs> and they probably said something like that. They were like, we kind of need you to do, like, bring out your Miami Vice again, you know. And, yeah, he, he so he's making skulls with... Old Polly, blue eyes over there. He was hanging with Paul on set and asked, "What would your dream action film be?" He's like, "They want me to do an action film. They didn't even tell me what to do. What do you think?" You know, tell me a good movie where we can take your shirt off again. You know. (laughs) And Paul was actually, like I said, he was a big car guy. He was into street racing. He's like a gearhead. He was a total car nut. Okay. And so he told him that he's always wanted to do a movie. That was a mix of Donnie Brasco and Days of Thunder. <laughs> okay, I've seen neither of those. Yeah, man. What? <laughs> uh... Days of Thunder. Well, they totally missed the mark on Donnie <laughs> Brasco. Know. Yeah. They should have That would have been really cool, just like a really dark Fast and Furious that was just like Donnie Brasco. So, so what's Donnie Brasco? Is it what's An undercover cop. Okay. You no, know, you're thinking
0: yeah, I and was, then Days of yeah. uh, Thunder is uh, Al Pacino
1: movie? and um who and Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp plays Donnie Brasco, and Johnny Depp is an undercover cop in the mob. Michael Martin. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And Days of Thunder was this Tom Cruise, which I love. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, to
0: No, I just said I love that movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. Donnie Brasco is fucking awesome. Yeah, and Days of Thunder was a Tom Cruise NASCAR movie. Ah, also pretty good. Not so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Days of Thunder was an interesting movie, to say the least. Um, there's that one point where he gets like sexually assaulted by a woman. It was weird. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so they're having this conversation about this. Donnie Brasco you know, meets Days of Thunder. And Cohen remembered this 1998 article in Vibe magazine that had come out about underground street racing in New York City. And he suggested a story that was like a reimagined version of the film Point Break, but would follow Walker as an undercover cop tasked with infiltrating the world of underground street racing in L.A. And Paul Walker was like, Yes, fuck yes, let's do this. (laughs) Let's do this immediately. Let's start on it immediately, which they did. They, like, started on it immediately. They started casting for Dom, and they looked at some really interesting people for Dom. They looked at Timothy Oliphant at one point as Dom Toretto because he had just been gone in 60 seconds, and that was, like, a huge thing.
0: Timothy... All of yeah, Timothy Alphonse, fantastic! I love that guy, man. I'm gonna
1: have to look up who that is. Oh, man. dude, yeah, look him up and imagine him as Dom. Oh, Wait, you would, Timothy Oliphant? He would have made a weird Dom. The
0: the reason he I think one of the reasons why he turned it down is because wasn't he in uh, Gone in 60 yeah. Seconds? Somebody that was in Gone in 60 Seconds, yeah, was also up for a part. Yeah, classic, yeah that and was him. And he said
1: yeah. like, "No more car movies," basically. Yeah. And uh, they also, they asked Colin Farrell to be Dom at one point, and he also was like, nah, no thanks.
0: <laughs> an Irish cop versus an <laughs> Irish criminal.
1: Oh, my God. He would have just been like the Irish version of Dom Toretto. It's... He'd be like, Family. I can't picture either of these guys as dumb. That's crazy.
0: Family. Much more believable to bash somebody's head in with a tire.
1: <laughs> Instead of like Corona and tuna sandwiches, it would have been like sausages and, and Jameson, you know? And, uh... <laughs> but an... I like the porridge and Jamo. well <laughs> oh, How about some Haggis? Some Haggis and Jameson? Uh, another big movie that year, though, was Pitch Black. Starring Mark Sinclair, a.k.a. Vin Diesel. And do you know his name was Mark Sinclair, by the way? <laughs> ben, Wait, really? Vin Diesel's real name no. is Mark Sinclair. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa.
0: Well, I was hoping to eventually maybe have him on this show, but not after we name drop
1: that. <laughs> Mark Sinclair, man. That's Vin Diesel's uh, alter ego, for sure. Huh. He is an interesting guy, though. He's apparently, like, nothing like you would expect. Uh, like, there's that whole story. He has that D&D game, that Dungeons & Dragons game that he's playing, been playing for 20 years. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. he has a Dungeons & Dragons game that he's kept up for 20 years, and every set he goes to, he gets people to, like, come into his campaign. That's so fun. Yeah. Dude, that's Dude, cool. Dude, that's <laughs>
0: Shout out to Vin Diesel
2: for
1: yeah, Dungeon man. Master. He's the greatest DM in the world. Wow, old Mark Sinclair. You can call <laughs> you can call me Mark when we're playing D anD. d
2: Interesting,
1: but uh, the producer Neil Moritz suggested casting him as Dom, and he was really coming up too. This was two years after he did Saving Private Ryan, and then he mm. ju- he just did this Pitch Black, which was huge. wasn't good, but it was a bigger movie. You know, mm. big budget. Yeah, bomb. <laughs> but you know, yeah. So they brought Vin. Gary Scott Thompson's script, and apparently he had a lot of changes. He did not love the script. <laughs> so he brought in David Ayer to help with this what? script. Yes. Whoa. I couldn't wait to tell you this because when Whoa. you were saying the writing was so bad, I couldn't wait to tell you one of the writers of this was David Ayer. Oh, well,
2: David Ayer's not good at writing, so that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> this was the
1: same year he would do training day. So David Ayer that year did the Fast and the Furious, and then he did Training Day. Both Uh, movies with Hector. David Ayer did training day, that's right. You know,
0: this is the old mantra. You know, you do one for me, one for one for me. David Ayer is
2: so inconsistent.
1: Yeah, I know. No, I know. And I'm one of the I'm a huge fan of that guy. Absolutely.
2: Training day and fury, and then he's also got fucking Bright and this shit. (laughs) Bright was like I I don't want to hold Suicide Squad against him because apparently that wasn't his movie right. like they, the, studio the studio butchered yeah. it but I mean maybe the the original could have been bad too who
1: knows <laughs> um but like yeah like David Ayer is so inconsistent Dude. I don't get it and it's like full-on when you look at the IMDb for the Fast and Furious at the bottom of the list of writers which was like five people there's David Ayer That's he's so, there it's so, so crazy. crazy I know he's in the credits and everything huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nuts but yeah so uh ben was friends with him brought him in and, and was like please fix this script And David Ayer and Dom (laughs) made all these changes together. I don't know what changes they really made to it. I don't know what was originally in there that got cut or whatever.
2: Interesting. And also, like, why did they get to do that? Did they want him that badly that they were like,
1: you can make changes? You can make changes. And, I mean, I guess it's one of those things where literally Universal said, make me an action film, any action film. Yeah. And then he's like, what would you do? And he's like, fucking uh, undercover street race guy, mm-hmm. and that's it, you know? And it's yeah. like, if you want to change the script, we basically had a basic idea here. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I mean, no, they didn't care that strongly. Yeah, I don't stuff, think they cared and... all that much. Yeah. Um,
1: which I think is good. I mean, I know it's funny you say that. The script, it, the dialogue is not good. The script, to me, is okay. You know, yeah, the script's it's, it's, pretty good. It's,
2: it's a, it, the, the pacing of the plot's yeah, and everything. Yeah, it's very yeah. soapy, if
1: you really break it yeah. down. It is very, like, and I mean, it, do, it gets even soapier in the later movies, even dealing with, like... Mm-hmm people having uh amnesia and stuff that's right <laughs> like, yeah, yeah people yeah. literally come back and like their memory is erased that's and she, right you if know all that so yeah. it is very like soap opera turns
0: into like a fucking spanish novella. exactly yeah. exactly it does
1: dude it definitely gets weirdly soapy spanish novella there's no doubt but uh yeah i don't know what kind of changes they made but vin diesel was like yeah let's do it anyway let's let's do it now that i like the script they like the script let's do it so he signed on as dom in the script, though, by the way, he was supposed to be 24 years old. <laughs> and He was 30, He was 34 when they filmed this, by the way. Vin Diesel. He's wow. 34 years old in this movie. He doesn't look it, but no. he did not look 24 either. Yeah, he yeah,
2: He's kind of a nebulous age. Yeah. Like, I
1: wouldn't know where to place him. <laughs> so they went through a few titles for this thing as well. Neil Moritz, that producer I was talking about, he was the one who came up with the title. Uh, originally it was called Red Line, and then he was kind of going between that Racer X, and one of them, he was going to call it Race Wars.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Which, uh
1: super glad he didn't call it Race Wars, which they did name the race in the movie Race Wars, race Wars Yeah. which I thought was just a movie about, like, 2020. You know? <laughs> yeah. but, hey. hey. He went between that and Street Wars as well. Uh, yeah, but still, I'm really glad he didn't call it Race Wars. I think that yeah. would have been a different movie. He... <laughs> uh <laughs> He finally landed on a name inspired by a 1954 film, The Fast and the Furious. There was a movie in the 50s called that. Wow. Yeah. And it was directed by none other than the man who is going to have this episode, an episode one day, Roger Corman. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we brought him up before. Yep. We have brought him up many a times. And he directed a movie in the 50s called The Fast and the Furious. It's out there. Um, I don't think it was anything to do. It was just the title. Okay. Like, it was no no story or anything was, right. you know. Yeah, this
2: isn't a reboot to that. Right no, now, no.
1: Right. He actually, he, Moritz traded some stock footage with Roger Corman for the license for the title for the movie. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it okay. was like a deal. It was this weird thing, too. Apparently, Moritz's grandfather owned a theater... Where Roger Corman screened a bunch of movies, mm-hmm. and so they were kind of—he knew his he knew it was literally family. You know? <laughs> Roger Corman knew his family. It's about who you it's know. It's all who about knows, who you really. know, baby. So they brought the whole idea with Paul Walker and Vin attached back to Universal. I uh, came up with this this action film you wanted me to do. This is kind of what we had in mind, and Universal just fucking loved it. First meeting, first pitch. Let's do this. And they gave them a budget of $40 million right up front, which nowadays is like $65 million. Okay. So this was this was a big budget movie. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, they set out casting the rest of this timeless masterpiece <laughs> with their budget that they had. <laughs> they were casting Mia, and they looked at Natalie Portman, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Kirsten Dunst, and Jessica Biel all auditioned for Mia. That would go to Jordana Brewster.
0: The part was written for uh, Eliza Dukes. That's right. Dukesh, or, That's you know right. That right.
1: Yeah, right? Eliza Dushku. That's who they had mind in mind in the first place. Her name wrong. No, no, you're right, Eliza Dushku. Yeah, yeah, and I think she turned it down, right? She was one of them.
0: I think so. Yeah, but you know, you could see that it was like kind of all actresses that would be in that.
1: Zone, right. Right. That right, right. Right. Also, a little bit about Jordana Brewster. She went to Yale. Oh wow. Not only did she go to Yale, her grandfather was the president of Yale at one point.
3: Oh wow. Holy <laughs>
1: shit. Which is funny because Paul Walker had just done a movie about skull and crossbones. Yeah. Before he did this. They had to have talked about that, right? Like on set, it's like I did a movie about how your grandfather started a secret <laughs> society and you know That's or... very funny, yeah.
0: I mean, I think, you know, it's Not to be discredited to her, but I assume one of the benefits of being the granddaughter of the president of Yale is that you probably get get
1: to go to Yale. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If granddad is the president of Yale, you get to go to Yale. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I never do that.
0: And uh, I don't know if they uh, talk too much about skull and and bones, not skull and crossbones. It's just called... The the group in the fraternity on campus is called Scott Skull Bones. and Bones, but the movie was Skulls. I see. Uh but yeah, those are all like the skulls were like, you know, the bushes and like, high fucking it. That was like a breeding ground for the CIA. So I'm sure there might have been like somebody on set being like, you talk about this, I'm going to trickle it.
1: Don't talk about Mia's grandfather. No point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mia's just got a dude in a black suit with an earpiece mm-hmm. in the shadows at all times. Yeah, for sure. But, all um. The production, they actually uh, Joe, uh, Rob Cohen, and a bunch of the production and stuff. They were going to illegal street races. They were oh. like getting tips about where they were happening and shit, and would show up and like interview people. <laughs> That's cool. It's yeah, trying to get some authenticity. Trying to get some like how this all works. I don't know where they got their idea that nitrous turns you into a rocket, but <laughs> maybe it was maybe they saw something at one point. Maybe that, that was, was like, maybe that was
2: one of Vin Diesel's notes. He's yeah. <laughs> like, I want
1: rocket fuel. Want rocket maybe fuel. they just.
0: Maybe they just did a bunch of nitrous and thought they were <laughs>
2: shit.
1: But they actually, uh, they went to those street races, and a bunch of those people wound up in the movie. Actually. Oh, cool! Yeah, as extras and stuff. Yeah, as extras and the the race wars, the big desert race that yeah. happens. Uh, there were fifteen hundred street racers in Race Wars on set, and like all of them were the actual... They were there with their cars actually racing and cool. shit. So they filmed... Like, Race Wars was real. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I can't even imagine how fun that shit was. Yeah. You know, they were all out in the desert getting to kind of race legally at this point. Yeah.
2: I, think, I mean, well, did they have to get them, like, insured and everything? that they have to... book hey,
1: Did James Cameron have to get them insured on Titanic? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They weren't in the American. Yeah. <laughs> they signed waivers.
1: I'm sure, sure. it's like yeah. if you die here today, it's on you. Yeah, you know, we will this, keep. We will get the shot. They don't have to get this to the stunt union or anything like no, that. No, no, <laughs> no. Don't get them involved. <laughs> we already got me all on set, you know, <laughs> or uh, Jordana Brewster, that is. Um, so after setting an initial release date for March 2001, principal photography began in July 2000 and lasted until October. So they they whip this thing out, man, July to October, boom bam, boom, got this thing done, and there's some fun like behind the scenes stuff I'll tell you uh, Jordana Brewster and Michelle Rodriguez did not have driver's licenses or learner's permits. what when they did this movie? what <laughs> both of them? I don't know how or why, especially now. Michelle Rodriguez is such a car person now, but the first movie she didn't even have a license. That's crazy. I mean, it doesn't
2: take that long to get a license. As far surprised the studio <laughs> didn't just be like, "Are you they have from to New York?"
1: Yeah, I mean that's the thing that that is very true. The New York people. If you're from
0: New York, or you're from like Chicago. But maybe, you would think at some know, point, while you're going resume.
1: to Yale. You'd, like, pick up a driver's <laughs> license. Maybe not. You're just getting driven around by your dad's yeah. driver Yeah, whatever. no, no, no. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah I'm no surprised sure. the
2: production and be like, you guys have to get a driver's license. Like, <laughs> it's just not going to take long. Yes. Just go get a test real quick.
1: <laughs> you can go to that spot in East L.A. and they'll <laughs> give you a fake one <laughs> at this point. <laughs> uh, dude. Vin Diesel got so diesel for this movie. (laughs) He got so fucking jacked to be fucking firmly that they had to remove some of the interior parts in his car that he would drive around for this thing. So he He was so fucking huge. He couldn't fit in his car anymore. Oh, my God. And it doesn't even... It It doesn't look like it. It doesn't read. like He he was apparently way bigger than it looks like. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Weird. Camera loses ten yeah. pounds. <laughs> That's very true. That's <laughs> very true. Wait, oh, wait. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he and Michelle Rodriguez were also boning while they were doing this movie. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I tracks. Wish, boy, I wish that tape had been uh, leaked. <laughs> did you know, uh, did point. they ever officially date? Yeah,
2: they were dating through okay. this. Through this. Did Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster date at any point after this movie?
3: I
1: I don't know actually. They had to have, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like it happened, <laughs> but I don't know for sure. That sounds like it happened. I'm gonna <laughs> say it happened. All right.
0: <laughs> the same way we we thought that they said family in this movie, family, family.
1: <laughs> but uh oh, so this was also. Uh, Corona signed on for this movie as product placement. Mm. Stayed their sponsor throughout. They're, they're still a huge yeah, sponsor. Yeah, I noticed that, yeah. that. They would drink Corona beers for the... For, from the beginning, baby. This, yeah. Corona's been there from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. There's even a line...
0: Which is ironic. Because, like, fucking Corona's mainly, their M.O. is, like, relax.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Right. Not, Not like, drive your car at 200 miles an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Corona's like, we want to put our alcohol in this car driving movie. It's a really great fit, you know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, even to the point where Brian comes over to the house for that first time after he saves Dom and shit. Mm -hmm. And Dom says, you can have any beer you want. As long as it's a Corona. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they get like that close up shot. Yeah. of The Corona and everything. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. This movie will make you want a Corona. All these mm-hmm. movies will make you want. You drink a Corona while you're watching this. Yeah. Give yeah, me yeah. a favor. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. that's that's the message we want to put out. Let's drink a bunch and of. And booze then drive. And around. Yeah. This will make you want to get really drunk of
1: Corona and then go drive your car really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Clear. This podcast does not condone <laughs> criminal acts of any kind. Yeah. Oh. Um, at at that same party that I was just mentioning, where he says that they're also playing Ludacris, and which oh, is funny because the Too Fast Too Furious he comes up, and then he's also he and Corona are uh, throughout the rest, of right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, so, <laughs> I mean, they stuck to some stuff, you know. Yeah, there there are certain
2: things in here that that, that stick around for yeah. for a while. Although two is two and three, I think they hadn't quite figured out exactly what. What they were what they were gonna what do, were gonna do right, yeah. Yeah, right. for and on, it's pretty consistent. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. It gets back to for I
0: mean, the the perpetual banter between Luda and Tyrese.
2: Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. for sure. Maybe one of my favorite things. <laughs> and one of the
1: last facts I have here about this, like little fun facts, is uh, the Jesse's Volkswagen Jetta was later purchased by Frankie Muniz, who's also a big car guy. Of yeah, yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he
0: would buy the <laughs> Jetta.
1: I know, right? The fucking Jetta out of all those cars. He's like, I want, I
0: want Jesse's it's Jetta. Like, give me the, give me
2: the Volkswagen Beetle. I want to. <laughs> so, um, when this was originally going to be, ra- was it their original plan for it to be Radar?
1: No, they didn't plan on it. But for some reason, they thought, I can see almost why they would think that PG thirteen. Even though a guy's arm gets ripped yeah, it's off, it's like the one yeah. kind of edgy thing in the movie. Yeah. 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 But the MPAA was like, yeah. no, this is gonna be rated R if you keep it in there. Yeah. So we almost had a Fast and Furious where a guy's arm gets ripped off. Wow. Well, you know, still chance. What is still a chance? It, still <laughs> still, a chance. <laughs> we still fast time. ten, go all out. The first R rated. Have, they haven't done an R rated one yet. I don't have think they? so. No, yeah. no, they're yeah. not going. To, they're not going to. Have <laughs> they? Have they ever done this where they release two
2: versions of a movie, a rated R version, a rated PG uh, thirteen version, to the theaters?
1: Oh. That sounds like it has to have happened.
2: Because I know like on the Blu-ray and DVD releases, like there'll be the unrated version where they include mm-hmm. some stuff that's like, we have to cut this oh, for the yeah. PG rating. But has a movie ever launched in theaters of two different versions? Oh, I
1: bet so. Definitely. Had to have happened. We'll look it up. But I don't know. We'll look, we'll it, look up. it up later. <laughs> that would be very cool, though. Yeah. It should. Every movie should be rated R, in my opinion. Though. Yeah. So, fucking... The kids can start seeing shit young. Did yeah, right, Toy Story did 5, rated, yeah. rated R. Rated R. Mm-hmm. They should have. I would, you know, Bo Peep, fucking Buzz Lightyear or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> fucking Buzz rips off Woody's appendages.
0: What do we need ratings <laughs> for? Yeah, exactly, uh, man. Why don't we yeah, just, what are,
1: we're free country.
0: Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Ratings board, you're great. <laughs> <pictures are smooth laughs> Everything we do is going to
1: be rated NC-17 <laughs> <from now. laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the rated R. The reason is, you know, when it's rated R, it's then it's like you can't, you can't sell the Mer, the Ma, the McDonald's toys and shit, you know. So mm. they uh, they took out the arm ripping part, and now it's rated PG thirteen for the kids, for the kids to were, were get there to McDonald's love the toys. Fast and Furious. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the funny thing though It's like you draw the line at arms ripping off, but robbing trucks is fine. And being in street gangs is fine. Yeah. And living a criminal life (laughs) with no real job besides just making all of your income from crime is fine, you know? <laughs> yeah. He even lets him go at the end. Like, yeah. at the very end of the movie, he's like, I owe you a 10-second call, <laughs> and he lets him go. So it's like Dom yeah. did not lose, and he yeah. never has. Yeah. You know, he is still in in the game here. Yeah. So, but God forbid you rip a man's arm off. Yeah, yeah. it's too far. <laughs> too far, man. Think of the blood. Think of all the blood. But So it, com- it comes out June 2001. Much to the chagrin of any parents with uh, teenagers with their with their cars, um, and it made its it made its money back opening weekend. It broke it wow. broke even immediately. Wow. The U.S. and Canada grossed forty million dollars the opening weekend, and then uh, before it left theaters, it went on to make one hundred and forty-four million domestically, which is around two hundred twenty million these days with wow. the old calculator, uh, and two hundred million worldwide. Or three hundred twelve million with the old wow. calculator. So. Uh, do you know how much? Oh, go ahead. So, Deb.
0: I was just gonna say, paint. I'll, I like to paint a picture of the other movies that were the summer blockbusters yeah. of 20, yeah. uh, 2001 Ooh. Yes. So check out there. I just looked at a list of all the movies that came out per month, and there's way too many that are familiar. Yeah, crazy. That was a wild year list. But if you just wanted, if you want, yeah, it was a truly wild. Year. just this summer was yeah. Shrek. Rush Hour 2, The Mummy Returns, Pearl Harbor, Jurassic Park 3, Planet of the Apes, American Pie 2... Doctor Doolittle, Two, The Princess Diaries, Legally oh Blonde, God. And t-
1: Wow, what Holy we shit. used to actually release a big bunch of good movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, whoa,
1: what a
2: so what a stack year. That's how it
1: was we, in the early two thousands. Like Training Day came out this year too. We it was Matrix two thousand two thousand one. We got to give. I them think Matrix credit. was two thousand one. I think it wasn't. It?
0: Ninety first Matrix. That's was right. Like 99, that's
1: right. Yeah, we got it.
0: But the two, no, the second one yeah, might be yeah, this Matrix year. Anyway, you got to give them credit for, going, for doing that well against this stacked, yeah. stacked fucking yeah, monster, man.
1: man. Man, like, people were know. really going to the movies back in those days. I really do think, like nowadays, there's one or two movies that are be out at a time that you want to see. You yeah. Know? But yeah, these years they were coming, they were spinning them out, man. They were really coming out with some big ones, some bangers. Wow. <laughs> Is there a way to easily find out which movie made the most that summer?
2: Like, did this beat The Mummy?
1: Shrek.
3: Shrek, oh, yeah. Shrek,
2: yeah. Fast and Furious
0: was number
3: okay. eight on the list. Okay, okay. number mess- eight? So mess- yeah, mess- yeah, yeah, where mess- did The
2: Mummy mess- Returns mess- fall? Three. Yeah. What was number two? Rush Hour 2 ah, That makes sense Yeah, I mean It's competing against Some heavy hitting sequels Yeah
1: For sure Yeah that's true Yeah for sure for I sure. mean yeah it got uh,
0: Basically Yeah Most of those Movies that beat it Were sequels Except for Planet Well all of them Except for Pearl Harbor And Shrek Wow
2: But
1: Pearl harbor. Planet
0: of the Apes And Amer- the new Planet of the Apes And you know American yeah. Pie 2 Yeah were also That's not like
1: Pearl Harbor page. And yeah. The Fast and the Furious I feel like I should Like be going to prom Next week <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> like trying to make out with some people, but uh... <laughs> don't lie—you
0: weren't—you weren't going to prom in two thousand. Oh, dude! <laughs> hey,
1: I—oh, I, well, let's see, two thousand. No, that was uh, seventh grade. So no, you're right. <laughs> that <laughs> was when nine eleven was <laughs> happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's
0: why everybody was going to movies that year. This was the summer before
1: it all changed. Oh yeah, yeah. Nine yep, eleven yep. changed everything. Wow, the Fast and the Furious was month just like. Few short months before nine eleven. Uh, then, then every movie had to be dark and gritty. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah.
2: Except Fast and Furious kept the vibes. That's true. It kept the vibes alive. they came back with it, yeah. and that's
1: what uh, we're gonna we're gonna end it off here today on the first one. I mean, but this was this began an unstoppable giant beast of a franchise that. That is uh, something that the world could have never predicted. This was like this franchise yeah. got as big as Transformers. You yeah, know? I mean it's is, one of the biggest
2: in the world, and yeah, I don't think anyone at the time suspected what this franchise no would way. do. No yeah. way, no
1: way. This thing now is you've got you've got not even so much Transformers anymore. You've got Marvel, Fast and Furious, James Bond. You know, like this is one of those yeah. now one of yeah. those gigantic franchises. blockbuster franchises. And, yeah. And like I said, it started out with this first one, just this sort of, not gritty by any sense of the word, but also like- Grounded. grounded. Semi-grounded. Yeah. Yeah, It is crazy
2: to see where it started. I mean, again, like, stealing DVD players seems so pedestrian. (laughs) It seems so like, low stakes, They're in little Honda Civic
1: stealing DVD players off of trucks. Yeah. You know, and then there's like this hot undercover cop yeah and nowadays meanwhile
0: you know mark Wahlberg stealing like a hundred million dollars in italian gold
1: <laughs> right, like it right. Yeah. yeah well and then later on in these movies you've got cars dropping out of airplanes into yeah. like gorgeous locations oh and yeah
2: oh the the sequence like in dubai where it's like yeah
1: yes yeah
2: when they're running through the buildings in dubai is one yeah of my favorite sequences yeah. uh yeah, I think at five is when the safe is being like slayed oh, yeah. throughout the so city, sick. and you've got uh,
1: international spies. Yeah. You've got the CIA. You've got Kurt and Russell. I,
2: even the second one though really escalates in a really like I mean you're now you're going out for coke dealers. Right, the second one like, that's
1: where they do the big jump onto into the boat. boat. Yeah, That's Dude, like where it starts so to get so cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, and then actually um, three scaled it back down yeah. a little bit. Togo again. Tokyo
1: Drift was pretty grounded yeah. as well, just like a, a Southern American kid living yeah. in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah and then
2: 4 was just bad <laughs> 4 is a bad movie I
1: don't even remember
2: 4 There is to almost be nothing to remember in 4 4 even, has almost no interesting set pieces it's a mess of a plot Man. like 4 has one cool sequence where they're racing through a live city uh-huh. like the there's out there they're doing that competition to see who gets into like the enemy's gang or whatever, and, it's, okay. and the one guy's like, "Yo, wait, uh, when are the streets getting closed?" He's like, they're "That's not. the thing, they're not." Yeah, so they're racing through like live so streets, dangerous. which is so it's a
1: really cool sequence. But that's like yeah. that's the only thing for us to offer. But I do, one thing that I do like where it goes afterwards is, like I said, these locales that they get into for the later movies. Yeah. You got, they they really do. It's a globetrotting do, adventure. It's a globetrotting adventure. Yeah. You know, you've got, like. They
0: <laughs> all just were like, yo, we got the money. We want to go visit." Right. Nine right. Is go, so you go, go Budapest? Yeah. We haven't There's, been there yet.
1: It. Really great sequences of nine. It. You got, throughout the rest of them, you've got, like, you know, Cuba, and you've got Miami, and then you've got, like, for like, Deb was talking about and... the submarine thing that happens on and this, like, like ice lake yeah
0: billionaires shouldn't be the only ones that get to go to space let's Let's go go to to space space, dude
1: they go to space in these movies this movie that i just told you about about dom toretto (laughs) and brian o'connor uh racing their cars down the street eventually leads to people going to space space race space race baby (laughs) so just know that that's where this franchise is going that's where this film history franchise is going (laughs) as well and uh, again, this is what we were—we were also talking about what this did for the car culture. You know, I mean, there was absolutely a car culture. Clearly, they based the whole thing off of an article written in 1998 about street racing. But this really blew it up, man. Yeah. Like everyone, the Nissan Skyline sold out the next year. Really? Like, yeah, and you That's... couldn't even—you couldn't even legally have it in America and shit. Really? After a while. Yeah. Holy shit! They legalized the Nissan Skyline <laughs> in America. Basically, because of these fucking movies. Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, I lobby for Elon to just throw money behind product placements and do a shit ton of Teslas and send them to fucking Mars and a goddamn SpaceX rocket. You know, they want to go to space. <laughs> the, they got that product placement right there. He's
1: got there. the NOS and the Tesla. What
0: I so? What are you gonna? What are you gonna ride to space on a
2: Amazon rocket? <laughs> what do you
1: guys a, want out is, of Fast Ten? Oh, man, at this Time point, travel? Yeah, it's got family. <laughs> Time travel to the first movie. Oh! oh. Back at Toretto's yeah. eating tuna sandwiches. Yeah.
2: Also, I do think there's more you can do in space. While they, well, they do go to space, there's a lot more they could do in space.
1: Well, I'll tell you what I want. Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transformers. Yeah. I want, I want Transformers. Transformers. I want for... Why, yeah.
0: why can't we do Fast and the Furious on water? <laughs> why can't we do Fast yeah. and Furious in the sky? In the sky, like, plane like, races. Other- there's other drivable <laughs> yeah. things that go fast and furious, man. That is very true,
1: man. <laughs> but I just I see it. I see Dom in his car and his charger, and it like starts talking to him, and then it turns into a transformer. Yeah, you know, it's the perfect fit. Oh, th- it perfect. makes so I mean, much sense.
2: Could also are they stopping at ten or they? Night Rider reboot. Yeah, my God, Dom, Are they stopping at ten? Are they going to keep going? They say gone?
1: that, but man, I mean, these movies nowadays they, they throw. Uh, I like, wonder
2: if this crew will. stop. I wonder if they'll reboot after 10 yeah. to like a new crew. And... Trying
0: to be Quentin Tarantino? The fuck out of <laughs> their here Their magnum 10? opus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Will there be a sequel to Hobbs and Shaw?
1: Oh, I hope not. God help us all. <laughs> I hope that's over. I hope like they learn their fucking lesson. Because oh, I don't man. know. That thing probably made a shit ton of money. Yeah, it probably did. But Jesus Christ, it's not... Can we at least keep it to racing? <laughs> Can we at, l- at the very least race something? I don't <laughs> care if it's not... Street cars anymore? If you're racing submarines or whatever, but let's not go completely out A of the street car m- named Dom Tom <laughs> <laughs> Let's at least <laughs> keep it in the family, you know. Firmly. firmly. That's where we we'll, we'll leave you off with some family today, <laughs> and I hope you had fun on Thanksgiving with your family, and I uh, hope you have uh, Merry Christmas this month with your family, or whatever holiday you celebrate. Whatever this, holiday uh, you, this you season, celebrate.
2: Have a holly jolly, fast and furious holiday, everyone. Yeah. We'll be back with a real Christmas movie. Yes, uh, next, next week. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know which one yet, but it's yeah. coming to you. Yep. Yeah. Find me on Instagram at Drake Cummings, on Twitter at Drake underscore Cummings, on TikTok at Hollywood Drake. My merch store at raging dot com, and uh, yeah, that's it for now
0: you can find me uh sailor underscore dev on insta and abracadabra dev on twitter um and you can find me getting fast and furious at the winter
1: solstice (laughs) nice nice and you can find us i'm gonna go one of those skull and bones parties. (laughs) it'll be with paul walker he's still out there And uh, you can find me or you can find us at Film History, the history of film all over the place, FHHF Podcast. Uh, You can find me at Jimmy Deloy or James Y. Scott, depending on where you're looking for me. And you can also find me... Bellied up to the tuna bar at Toretto's, <laughs> hitting on Mia. And uh, I might be here to do police business, but I'm also here to do some business with Dom's sister. You know what I'm saying? Firmly. That was film history. The, the history, history of film. Film. You know what I'm talking about?